Guys, your landlord is putting the property up for sale. You as the tenant, what does it mean for you? We're going to be talking about it tonight. Stay tuned. Good evening, Billy. Hey, oh my God, what's happened to my hair? Could have put more wax in it. How are you going? Good, good. Yourself? Doing well. Another Monday night news, guys. And tonight we're going to be talking about landlords and tenants and selling property. Um, something that happens every day and something that's actually happening, I'm noticing a lot more in this market now as well with a lot of investors selling their properties. Yep. Um, and I think it's just good to know, this is useful for obviously landlords out there and definitely tenants as well in terms of how does the process really work? What are your rights with it? And I guess from A to Z, what actually happens in that process? Because I guess for a lot of people as a tenant, you get that call, the agent calls yep. and says, hey, the landlord's thinking of putting their property on the market and you go, well, what's next? Um, and I think it's just yeah. good to be informed in terms of how the process works. So that way it's less of a, a daunting, a scary time. It's definitely um, it's definitely not a situation you find yourself in um, regular. Mm. Um, and, and throughout your sort of renting um, career, mm -hmm. um, hopefully it only happens once. Mm -hmm. um, you know, appreciate from an agent's perspective, it's definitely an inconvenience. There is no doubt about it. But mm. There's little tips and tricks we can give you tonight from a tenant's point of view. Mm. And I think from from where we've seen our most successful campaigns go, yeah. um, what the, what they have in common when you've got a tenancy in place. And I think that's important for an owner to recognize as well. Well, that's the thing, because at the end of the day, you're both in it together. Like the tenant's part of that property. There's a lease in place. The owner wants to sell their property and the owners have the right to sell their property with a tenant in there. Um, and it's just about, I guess, Obviously, there's the letter of the law, but also both sides respecting each other, which doesn't always happen, unfortunately. Um, and I think that if you can both be on the same page and have that understanding, it's yeah. a smoother transition. It's beneficial for the landlord. It's beneficial from the tenant. And there's no reason why it can't be an amicable process. And I like what you said off air. This process is going to go. It's going to be run either way. So, you know, digging your heels in and and. Um, you know, trying to stop it in its tracks is is not going to happen, unfortunately. As you said, there is a, a right there to, um, you know, to go through the process and, and, and try and put the property on the market for sale. Um, from a tenant's perspective, I think um, being upfront, if there's certain things that don't work um, early on, just, you know, some good old fashioned communication over the phone um, is, is always helpful. Exactly. So guys, when you're signing your residential lease agreement, most lease agreements you'll see in there have clauses in terms of an owner's right to sell the property. Um, so like, we don't know the legislation behind it, but have a look in there. There's normally the bits and pieces with it to give you guys an idea with the process of how it works. So us as agents, we get an owner that will contact, contact us and say, hey, we want to be selling our property. Um, they sign the agency agreement with us and go, yep, it's definitely going ahead. Can you reach out to the tenant to let them know? Normally we'll give the, the tenant a call and say, hey, this is the owner's intention to sell the property. This is the process that leading forward of what's going to be happening with it. Yeah. And this is what we're going to be doing. This is how we're going to try and work together um, to make it happen. Because everyone's in a different situation. And as a tenant to get that call, it sucks. Because you go, oh, well, does that mean I have to move out? Or what does it mean for me? Yeah. Um, the biggest question I find we get asked initially is exactly that. Do I need to Do move I out? Yeah, or how, how long have I got? How long have I got in the property as well? 
Um, and so what we're finding is, first of all, if you're in a fixed term lease as a tenant, you're completely protected. So that fixed term lease till, let's say, um, we're in March now, let's say your lease is until December this year, you do not have to move out of the property. Um, the, the landlord can't force you out unless you come to an arrangement between the two of you. Um, you can stay in the property, the lease remains with the property. So an investor buying the property or even an owner occupier buying the property, they're buying it with the lease in place. If you're on a periodic lease, a month to month, um, the vendor obviously can give notice to potentially ask you to vacate the property uh, in saying that that could, that's always the, the situation, even if it's not coming for sale as well. Um, so when that agent gives you the call, they'll normally run you through, this is a sales process. We're looking to get the photographer through at the same time and the videographer and whatever um, access they're asking for. They do have to give you ample notice for that. So initially it's two weeks and obviously we put it forward in writing as well. Um, and then afterwards the agent is entitled to reasonable access to be able to show the property for sale. Yeah, and reasonable access, there is nothing in black and white saying what reasonable access is, but generally it's a Wednesday and Saturday open home yeah. um, for about half an hour each a piece. So um, that's quite nice as a tenant that the agent um, sometimes puts that in place from the very beginning and it, and it diverts all the traffic to two appointments a week Hmm. that are set um, with in notice um, in advance. And um, then you don't have people coming out in irregular hours and, and um, I guess um, taking advantage of, of more than that reasonable yeah. access. And look, it's tough. And the, the bottom line is, unfortunately, for obviously someone renting the property, you go, well, what's in it for me? It's, it's not fair on me that I have to be showing it. And I guess that's part of, obviously, when you're leasing out a property, there is that potential when the owner does go to sell. And that's why when you push it to those open times per week, it's not perfect. But like Billy said, it's better than just ad hoc every second day when a buyer wants to come through the property. Of course, if there's a good relationship between the agent and the tenant, and they've got a very keen investor that wants to come through and the tenant consents and says, yep, I'm happy for you to show them later on the week outside of open times, great. But at least at a bare minimum, the agent can push the um, buyers to those open times and get them through as well. The biggest thing I find where it really works is when there's a clear line of communication. So to give yeah. you guys an idea, as agents, we um, in our team, we put together a WhatsApp group between us and the tenant. We put all that communication there, both obviously verbal and in, in writing as well. So that way everyone's across it, especially if there's multiple people on the lease. Um, I find that it sort of falls down when an agent last minute goes in, oh, but what about this? Oh, what about this? And it makes a quick phone call, doesn't follow up with a message in writing. Yep. And then the tenant forgets and it just gets messy. Keep your communication clear. And then that way, at least everyone's on the same page. Heaps of other questions we get are um, what happens with like my bond? What happens with my current lease agreement? Um, if it's an investor that's purchasing um, and they choose to you know keep that tenancy in place, everything kind of rolls over mm -hmm. um, in the transfer of ownership. So your rental um, bond, which is obviously managed through rental bond boards, mm -hmm. um, is transferred. The ownership is transferred. Um, you don't pay a double bond. You don't get refunded and have to repay. It's very simple. Um, your lease agreement's obviously still effective um, and, unless there's a notice period given. Um, so that from a from a tenant's point of view, um, be rest assured that there's you know no paperwork that you need to do. Yeah, um, you don't need to be kind of um, double checking yourself to see whether you you know need to do any paperwork or or you need to follow up on anything. It's actually um, all done. Um, you know on the initial paperwork signed. Correct, exactly. And the same way, like when you're paying your rent as well, you don't need to worry about 
during between the time of sale um, when property sold and settlement as well when adjustments come on settlement for a certain amount of rent to go towards the new owner the old owner that all gets done automatically you just keep paying your rent and then once the new owner takes over if they've got the same property manager different property manager self-managed whatever it might be you'll then be given obviously notice in writing hey this is now where you're going to be starting to pay the rent to if it does change yeah um so yeah to keep it simple there and then also guys as a tenant you don't feel locked in as well um i guess one of the benefits in terms of when a landlord does give you the notice is even if you are on a fixed term lease you can give you notice to move out you give two weeks notice and move out of the property even if your lease was let's say to the end of the year um, and it's towards the beginning of the year you can give that notice there so if you just yeah. go look this, this is not for me. I don't like, want to run the process. Yeah, like respectfully so, like I don't want people coming through my home, which you have the right to, to obviously make that move. You can obviously give you notice and then go and, and move as well. So you should never feel, I guess, trapped with it, if that makes sense in terms of being stuck in the home. Yeah, that's true. And and it's important to note a 30 day notice can be um, sent on from, a, from, a, from the vendor's instructions or new owner's instructions um rather than your traditional 90 days 30 days once um you're on the market with um that initial notice of sale yeah that's i think the main the main of it correct exactly like hopefully that's been a little bit helpful for you guys just giving you i guess the rough point is in terms of how the process goes about and you can see the clear underlying thing with it it's communication um there's the letter of the law the notice periods and all that and so forth but it's really about and look the bottom line is some agents aren't great with it either in terms of just the same way some agents aren't great with selling properties um there has to be that proper communication there has to be that level of respect there as well where like as agents we're going to people's homes um and with these guys here who's renting out the property they're um they're not the ones selling it they're not the ones benefiting from it yeah so it's just about being respectful of that and trying to work the best we can and the bottom line is unfortunately it's we're not always going to see eye to eye between the landlord and the tenant that's just the nature of it um when the, the sale process comes but it's about trying to find that middle ground where both parties at least can feel like, hey, I'm being heard um, and I'm being looked at. Yeah, and there's, there's definitely um, ways to try and negotiate around that. I think um, if you're struggling and you're on the market with a um, with an agency or um, you know, you're having difficulty um, working away um, around the tenant, there's definitely a process for it. Yeah. Um, there's definitely a skill behind it. We're very fortunate, our local core market, we do, um, we say maybe 40 40 um investment yeah, properties yeah, 60 percent owner occupiers maybe 70 30 so yeah we get a lot of experience um around that so if you're ever struggling reach out and um you know happy to help that's it guys we hope it's been helpful tonight um running through any other questions pop it in there as well billy and i are happy to answer it and have a good evening have a good night <laughs>